Hi there. This is Renee Fournier. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to listen to my podcast. It is my prayer that it would be a blessing to you and that you would simply get to know this wonderful, absolutely amazing creation that you are, designed beautifully by the Master, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit Himself. Flaws? Well, yes. Brokenness? Of course. But know this, the more you and I embrace the cross Jesus, the more our broken pieces are transformed into something ultimately beautiful. Now let's tune in to see what the Lord has to say to us today. I am good enough. You are good enough. So I was praying one day and I was journaling the prayer and I was asking Jesus, I was like, I I absolutely do not know why I, Renee, just want to want people, other people to see their true value, their true worth. I'm not sure why it is so important to me that they know just how much you love them, Jesus. I just keep thinking if they can see how uniquely crafted and beautiful they are, then just maybe they will not be so hard on themselves when they fail or when they are rejected for whatever reason. Sometimes I see people and I am truly saddened by what I see as I view them. Some I see so angered by life or bitter because of life. Their anger comes out in their speech, and in their persona. Just to get them to see how God sees them, how Jesus sees them, would be a beautiful thing. In Christ, we are such a new creation. The old truly is gone and the new is right there to behold. Beholding beauty which gleams forth as Christ shines through. It's crazy how Jesus can change how someone sees themselves. It is in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and made it absolutely beautiful. Man and woman, he created and gave us entire free will. He made us in his very own image to be made to look like our God God, get this, God is perfect and he's totally, flawlessly, awesomely, wonderfully existing. And then he makes mankind, you and me, in his image. What would make you or I think that it would not have been something good? It was indeed good. When he made you, yes, he said, now that is good. But then we fail. We fail with our free will, with choosing the wrong way. We choose to listen to and dialogue with God's enemy. And we conclude, well, just maybe it's not a bad thing to choose this way. Although God said to avoid that way. And when we do, we now are able to notice truly the ugly noise and comments of the enemy. We are now able to hear 
the lies made out to be truth. And it's nothing but lies. Lies that would destroy the beauty that God created. Lies that would destroy our thought process. We can no longer hear just how valuable and how loved we are. We hear the ugliness and the filthiness of the lies the enemy tells us. No, you're not good enough. No, you're not loved. No, there is no way you can ever be accepted the way you are. You must change yourself. You must least, at least work to look like the illusions from the magazines and TV and social media. Change yourself on the outside and this will produce a major change on the inside. Huh, such a lie. Change your appearance so that you can be accepted. Lie about who you are so that others will receive you. Lie about your status even on Facebook. Make it look like your life is perfect. Avoid as much as possible embracing the person in the mirror that God created. That dark skin, I wish I was brighter. That pale white skin, I wish I was tanned darker. Tan skin, if only I could be just a little bit darker. Nothing ever just right. My lips are too thin. My lips are too thick. My thighs, my waist, my face, my body. Yes, it's awful. Not beautiful. Not fine enough. Not beautiful enough. Lies. The truth is this. God made you and he made me. He made us incredibly beautiful and he said it is good. You and I. As he crafted us in our mother's room, womb, he looked upon us and said, now that, that right there is good. That's my beautiful daughter. That is my amazing, amazingly handsome son. That's good. I must embrace, embrace what God says about me. You must embrace what God says about you. I must embrace, you must embrace what he thinks about you. You and I must embrace what he feels about us. How? How do you do this? The only way to embrace this is through the person of Jesus. I must embrace the cross. I must allow my brokenness to collide with the cross. My imperfections to collide with the cross. I must allow my failures to collide with the cross, the blood of Jesus. I must embrace the blood of Jesus and what it did for all the lies that I have been fed all of my life. You must embrace what the blood of Jesus did for all of the lies that you have been fed. See, the blood strips away every lie piece by piece and it shreds it. The blood of Jesus, as you and I embrace the truth of Jesus, it literally packs on how beautifully and flawlessly his blood made you, his, how his blood has made me flawless. Imagine a vase of many different colors of glass pieces. The pieces are held together. Imagine this through the blood of Jesus. See the blood of Jesus running through every crack in the vase, making it sparkle and dazzling to the eye. 
Astonishingly beautiful is what it has become. Well, that is you. That is me. The more I embrace Jesus and what he did for me. Valuable. Yes, I am. Are you valuable? Yes, you are. Are you beautiful? Yes. Are you strong? Yes. Do you have amazing gifts and talents? Yes. Different than anything and anyone else. Yes, you are. That is me and that is you. I am not a carbon copy of anyone else. You are not a carbon copy of anyone else. Push really hard. Push really hard to make your life look like Jesus. Patterned after him and him alone. Patterned after Jesus and Jesus alone. Beauty springing forth from inside out. Allow Jesus to change your inside so that your outside will reflect him and and will give him glory. See, when Jesus, I like to call him the cleaner, when Jesus the cleaner does his work, it becomes obvious. Check this out. For one, you smell refreshing. The word of God tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 15 through 16. I love the word of God. Our lives are like a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. To those who are perishing, we are a dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-giving perfume. And then the other thing that happens when the cleaner does his work, you end up with a beautiful glow of his presence upon you. So walk out in the world like you know you are beautiful, like you know that you are of value, that you are made in the image of an awesome, incredible God. Walk out to meet this day that you've been blessed with, with an attitude of confidence in Christ, having an expectancy for him to do and move through you to work out his plans, his purposes for your life on this day. Now look in the physical mirror, And smile because of your dark skin, your pale skin, your white skin, your thick lips, your thin lips, your thick hips, no hips, no waistline, short, tall, skinny, kinky hair, straight hair, weaved hair, no hair, nails polished, nails unpolished, makeup, no makeup, dressed like GQ or Vogue. Dress like you're going to camp or to do yard work. I need you to yet make sure that you see the person in the mirror staring back at you is pure, absolute beauty if they are in Christ Jesus. Yes, no one like you. Beautiful and flawlessly 
and wonderfully made because of Jesus. So don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you on this given day that he's blessed you to see, which is good and it's pleasing and it's perfect. And then you'll be positioned to bring God glory with your life. Romans 12 verse 2. So I say to you, hey, you, you are God's amazing creation. You are loved. You are gifted. You are blessed to be a blessing. You are being transformed by the healing power of his spirit and his and his word. You are not a victim of the traumas and the dramas of your life. In Christ, you are victorious. You are God's masterpiece. Every trial, every trauma, every drama, as you surrender, as you surrender these things, the trials, the trauma, the drama, your life, your very life, as you surrender it, he will use it to make more of his healing balm. Yeah, that's what we're really wanting. We want the healing balm so that we can carry it forth to other people that are broken so that they can experience healing, wholeness, and growth in Jesus Christ. So he's going to use the pain, the trial, the trauma, the drama to make more healing bomb, to be placed into you, his container, to carry to someone else and administer to them God's healing bomb upon their circumstance and upon their life. So then we have to think about it like this. The greater the pain, the more healing bomb is created within your jar of clay. See, Jesus' healing bomb ingredients are this. His word, his spirit, your trauma, your trial, your injury surrendered to the Lord. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. And I'm going to scroll on down towards the end of this passage in second. This I was reading for you, Second Corinthians four, uh, chapter four, verses seven through eighteen. But I'm going to scroll on down to the last part of it. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. Yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes on. Not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Listen, listen to me. You are loved. You are of value. I don't care what the failure is. I don't care what storm has come your way. You must be renewed in your mind. The word of God says in Ephesians 4, you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self. That old way of thinking, you've got to let that go, go, dear friend. 
put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. And I'll go ahead and say lies of the enemy. Uh, Put off the old self to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God. You and I were created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So we must walk in it. Ephesians 4 tells us this, put off the old, put on the new. You can only do this through constant diving into the word of God and praying continually. You must let go of all lies that the enemy might be trying to plant inside of you. I encourage you to simply embrace the love of God and embrace who he says that you are and you are his beloved child. Know this, that if you belong to Christ, in Christ, you are a new creation. Again, the old is gone and behold, what you see when you look in the mirror is God's awesome handiwork. Bring your failures to him. Allow him to wash off failures so that you don't get caught up in the lies that the enemy would try to plant in your head. Father, we thank you. Lord God, we praise you. You are worthy to receive glory and honor, and power, for you created all things, and by your will, they were created and have their being. I have my being in you. You adopted me as your child through Jesus Christ in in accordance with your pleasure and will. I pray that I may be active in sharing my faith, active in living out the life that you've called me to live. God, I desire to bring you glory by how I view myself in light of what your spirit has done and is doing. Help me, God, to simply bring you glory and honor in the way I speak of myself, in the way I walk and live out my faith. Help me, Lord Jesus, to simply embrace your love and refuse the lies of the enemy. I thank you for receiving me unconditionally, my failures, my faults, all of my flaws. I thank you for making me fearfully and wonderfully. Thank you for receiving me as your beloved child. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in today. And until next time, I say to you, dear friend, rejoice, for you have this anchor for your soul. This, what is this? This anchor is Jesus Christ.